Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. So... Today's show is a little bit different. Um, so basically what I'm saying is if you like Nicole, I'm oh, sorry, Nikkel and Nick, I've, I've combined you into Nicole. Oh, Nick. Nickel, no, Nickel. Nickel. That's your couple name. Yeah. It's Nickel. If you like Nickel and Nick, but you don't like me, this is the episode for you because I'm missing from a big portion of it. What ha- so basically, um, well, give a little insight on what First time too, by the way, that you've ever missed. Yeah. First time. It's the fir- you know. Never, never been sick. Yeah, we had a we had a good but... we had a good connection with Brad Woodward Woodard that you'll hear from later in the episode. And just on logistics and date wise, he had to change the date at the last minute, and we tried to we wanted to make sure we got him. So uh, Wes wasn't available at the during the evening because of our time changes and stuff and our hours. So we recorded yesterday, and uh, here we are to put it all together. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're recording the beginning and the ending, but the meat the meat of the episode is just with uh, Mikel and Nick and our guests. But anyway, want to give give a shout out to uh, Leah Fowler, whose question inspired this entire episode. Oh, uh, let's yeah. go ahead and listen to that. Yeah, let's go ahead and listen to that That's question. Right. Hi everyone, my question for you guys is: What are the ins and outs of selling templates and custom artwork on sites like CreativeMarket.com? I want to be able to work smarter, not harder, by creating things that can sell at any time without my help. Any pro tips? All right, cool, Leah. Thanks for that question. So basically, yeah, this is one of those rare questions we get where my head gets to thinking, okay, this is probably a whole episode's worth of of discussion. So, yeah. And Nick had happened to know a guy. He knows a guy. Hey, I knew a guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How you doing? You want to come on our little podcast we got here? (laughs) But before, so before we get to him, uh, what have you guys been up to? Anything good that we should know about? You can start it off, Mikhail. What are you up to? (laughs) Um, I just went through the worst FreshBooks runaround. So you know how we had Uh this question about credit card payment through FreshBooks and how to apply the 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 transaction, you know, rate and everything. Well, I did. I've done that with a particular client of ours. And guess what? I forgot to check the little checkbox that enables credit card payment with the oh. FreshBooks invoice link. <laughs> See? Uh-oh. Make Uh-oh. sure you don't forget to do that because those... I think mine's automatically are, checked. Like, I think it stays on, which is good. If you, you turn know? it off, it stays off. Mm-hmm. And I oftentimes uh, okay. send... Yeah, so that's a good little lesson learned. But my point of contact, poor gal, she spent a good 30 minutes like... Where's the method? Figuring it out. I mean, well, so she tells me 30 minutes. Who knows how much time? She might have wanted me to talk about it. <laughs> so but, um, what I'm hearing is user error. Yeah. 
It's not fresh books. It's you. <laughs> it was my bad. Yes. It was yeah. my bad. Bingo. Yeah. And I just feel so we terrible. we don't have some angry Canadians coming after us. Oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway, just a little little mini tip. Like, if you if you get that going, because oftentimes I do not run the credit card transaction with my clientele. I just do it through, through you know, bank transfer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tend for the for the bigger payments. I tend not to even let that get checked, or I I don't really accept the credit card payments for that mm-hmm. reason. I just just and most well, most big companies want to send a check anyway. They don't really like. I know. I hate card. it. Or uh, auto yeah. or um, account deposit, which I'm finding a lot more people wanting to do too. Which is much yeah. better. Anything mm-hmm. electronic. I'm I'm all for e payment, but waiting for snail mail to happen, it's like it's so. Yeah. Last same here decade i'm tired of it i know nice what about you nick anything uh up in Uh, your life oh man just this this last few months month and a half or so have been nonstop. so i I, i'll i'll share a little later when i can talk a little bit about but got this really pretty pretty big client and um it's it's a whole other level like so i'm like i'm hiring a lot of people i am uh you're you're playing like you know true creative director on it and making sure uh revamping a a well-known brand and all of its packaging and everything so when i can talk about it more i I can't wait but uh i'll tell you guys very cool later but uh yeah yeah all right i love stuff like that it keeps it keeps it really interesting man you try so hard and and i'm telling you we got to get back to this but it's all linkedin has been my my savior man not just because they're not, fi- it's not just because people are finding you on it, but I think when someone is looking to hire, they go on there. And if you are front of mind with them because of being up to date with posts and always sharing work there, I- I'm not getting, you know, no one's finding that on Instagram. I'm, they're finding it on, on the business sites, which I feel are a little bit more in sync with getting new business. So maybe we talk yeah. about that down the road a little bit more too about yeah. how connected that is with people who are actually going to, you know, can actually put on the, you know, hire you. And big yeah. ones. Yeah. Right, right, if you right. want fans that are other designers, Instagram is great. If you want fans I'm telling that are you, actually dude. in a position to hire you, maybe so LinkedIn's tr- the answer. So true, man. You know what, I'm though, changing that, my whole very, direction. That's very interesting because oftentimes what happens, and this just happened with me as well, a point of contact with a client that you know haven't heard from for a while, but every every six months they have something fairly large. So you're you're pretty stably in touch, you know, asking mm-hmm. MKM Design for a uh, referral. For a recommendation mm-hmm. of a video, you know, for videography or, you know, something yeah. that they know that you is not your bread and butter. And there's no reason that you don't say MKM can take care of you. Exactly. And you reach right. out to who you know can take care of all of that. Mm-hmm. And you run it through your own company. There's no reason you shouldn't do that. It's it's That's the opportunity right there. Recommendation, I'm like all over it, you know? Yeah. Totally yeah, true. Totally. Recommendations are gold. It's and they made it so easy to like ask for them. Yeah. Platform. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's like That's it's true. built right in. All right, cool. So before we get on with the show, uh, let's give a little love to our friends at Skillshare. And they're gonna you know, get so a lot of a, love on this on this episode. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's coming. So, um, but basically I want to break it down into kind of more of a personal story with this, this time, because I actually had, um, you know, anyone who's been listening to the show for a long time, Mm -hmm. my sister Christy, uh, filled in as a guest host for several episodes back in the day, pre-Nick as we like like to say. It feels like a lifetime ago now. I know. But anyway, Christy never, um, was, she never did any web design at all. 
It's always print, print, print. And I've yeah. been trying to talk her into like, Christy, you've got to get, you can listen to Nick. You got to get into the web. <laughs> it's 2018. Come on. <laughs> so she's asking me like, how do I, um, how do I really kind of ease myself into this? Cause I really know nothing. And I said, go to Skillshare and learn XD, Adobe XD. I guarantee you, you will be able to grasp it very quickly. Put together a few mock sites. Just right. do it. Get your feet wet. You'll be able to do it. And it, once you know how to use XD, you'll be able to use Sketch too if you want because they're mm-hmm. very similar. So basically, she did, and she said it worked out great, and she has a good handle on it. Good for her. I don't man. know that. I don't know that she's like world class web designer as yet, but she's getting there. That's the point. And Skillshare made it happen. Love uh, it. They're an online learning platform with over eighteen thousand classes in graphic design, logo design, illustration, and more. Um, I was just on there. And speaking of, you know, the Christie story with UX and web design, I'm finding a few courses here. Um, one is called Visual Hierarchy and Spacing in mm-hmm. Web Design. One is Move from Graphic Designer to UX Designer. Um, you know, and there's creating a marketing homepage that drives results. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of that that granular, that one little thing. There's like a million courses for that. So... All that to say, we love Skillshare. So um, we have worked out a deal where you, our listeners can get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's less than a dollar, man. So Skillshare is offering our listeners two months of unlimited access to over 18,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your two months today. That's Skillshare.com slash graphic. All right. So we are here with our good buddy, Brad Woodard from Brave the Wood Studio. Say hi, Brad. Hey, how are you? Uh, <laughs> so glad you joined us, man. And, and uh, this is going to be a fun conversation about passive income. We've been waiting a while to do, I think, one like this for, for, for quite a while. And I, d- I think maybe the three of us just don't have enough real good insight on that. And I think when you and I were talking, Brad, we were thinking, what a great yeah. idea to bring this in as a topic. Um, you're kind of a master in this right now, dude. I, I got to admit, you're, you're kind of killing it with this stuff. Thanks. And for our listeners, you know, obviously we know passive income and this is that thing that something you do that you market and you produce and put out there. And it's this idea of getting revenue stream as you sleep, morning, noon and night, selling it and really making some profit off of something you do or sell. And sure. so I think this is a you know going to be a really good topic and we'll learn a lot, but you know, maybe even just give a brief, you know, history of who you are, what you do and your studio name and everything else. Well, And just really quickly, yeah. I think this will yeah. be a good little, little prelude to inter- in way of definition for, for the listeners. And that is that, you know, by and large, we are absolutely, it's all about billable time. You're mm-hmm. behind the computer. Yep. You're tracking your time. You're hitting the canvas board. You're, un- you're undergoing consistent correspondence amongst a number of accounts. Well, this is introducing and discussing a way where you're not manually doing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All the time in order to, yeah. in order to obtain on, um, ongoing income. So, yeah, that's the dream. Um, so yeah, just a little definition blurb. Mm-hmm. Perfect. No, thank you for that. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely the, for the longest time, I was always believing in the hustle, 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 you yes. know, just like, don't sleep, don't do that. But now that I'm getting older, I have 
kids. It's making it harder and harder for me for, to justify that. So I've had to think of other things. But yeah, so I'm Brad Woodard. Uh, my company is Brave the Woods. I run it with my wife, Crystal. Uh, she does all the business side. I am the artist. Uh, she's also, she's a creative as well. She's a writer. And so we do some children's books together, but, uh, yeah, our main thing is, uh, design and illustration. And so, uh, yeah, we've been doing that happily for, for five years. And, uh, we just recently moved from Austin, Texas to Boise, Idaho, where we uh, work from home. Yeah. And yeah, and if you know Brad and Brave the Woods, you're sitting here probably going, awesome, glad he's on. <laughs> if you don't know him, look at his stuff because, dude, yeah, you you just and, – and Brad, he was so nice too. He came in and Skyped with my class a few weeks ago and, and laid so down cool. some real good uh, design um, lessons. Really quickly, why yeah. did you leave Austin for Boise? Oh, that was a hard one. It was really hard because we love Austin. Yeah. Um, it was mainly family and uh, okay. something we'll talk. Actually, there's another. I'll bring it up again a little bit later because okay. it's nice. relevant. But um, sure, I wondered. Yeah. yeah, if you got kids in the picture, it's a game changer. You're like, well, dude, why did you move? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, everybody asks me that. They're like, wait, hold on. You went from Austin, Texas to Boise, Idaho. And although Boise isn't the Boise it was several years ago, that's it's right, come a long and way. it's not the rest of Idaho that I know, which yeah. I went to school. Yeah. In well, nor is Austin compared to the rest of Texas. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. It's Good very point. different. We, we are hand selecting these areas, but yeah, we uh, we were missing mountains, and and uh, our kids were like, "Who are our cousins?" You're like, hmm. "Yeah." Well, you know, this is a good point. <laughs> good time there to go. maybe move them. So good, good man, cool. So yeah. we'll get we'll get into that for sure. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. So I, we want to start off with just real simple. I, you've got the successful business. You're doing incredible work for incredible clients everywhere. What got you started and even thinking about the passive income kind of section of your business? What was the need? Fear. Other than, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say it right now. It was Good. a little bit of fear. It wasn't greed. It wasn't any of these things. It was a oh, little bit of fear, right? That's refreshing. You know? That's refreshing. <laughs> well, <laughs> absolutely. That transparency. We never hold back all the same. Go for oh, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. I feel like everybody else has a lot more confidence. I noticed this when I, you know, I went recently went to Creative South. We'll talk about that a little bit more yeah. too. Um, but I've noticed, you know, a lot of people have been like, oh, you're Brave the Woods. Like, it's so cool to see you and like, and, and, and you have everything figured out. And I'm like, well, I, I don't <laughs> like, you know, we all, all you see is like the Instagram posts and what I post, like with the yeah. finished products and stuff. So I've been, so I don't know. It, sure. It's a little bit. Isn't it amazing? That curtain, mm-hmm. the yeah. virtual curtain. No, it totally is. But people think it's all like, yeah, they all think it's great. And you know, they don't really see, or they don't talk too much about, especially those who are running their own businesses they don't really talk about the roller coaster that is your finances. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when, when you get paid by clients, sometimes you've done the work already and you just don't get paid for months, you know, yeah. cause yeah. you're trying to get it out of them. Um, but the, uh, the biggest part for me was realizing, you know, I can only work so hard and I only have so many hours in my day where, you know, if those jobs that I'm taking on that are taking up all those hours in my day, aren't paying me enough or, you know, then there's a problem. Or if I don't get those clients for a little while, how else am I going to supplement my income? Yeah. And uh, without having to go get a second job or something like that, you know, and that really freaked me out, especially when I had, we have two little ones. We have a six-year-old son and a two-year-old little girl. And so that put a little more pressure on me. And uh, so I try to think of, you know, how can I extend myself? And what happens if I injured my hand? You know, like things that you just like, I know these are like all worst case scenarios. I don't want to be like doom and gloom, but there are things that I've been trying to think of because I'm like, 
I've been out sick for a while and I had an out, I couldn't work. And yeah. so what does that mean? You know? Yeah. I've so. had nightmares about going blind. Totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? I, wasn't that Alvin Lustig did that? That was a, that's a real thing. That happened yeah, to Alvin yeah. Lustig. Yeah. I think yeah. we need to collaborate on a t-shirt with that on there. <laughs> Graphic designer's worst fear. <laughs> worst fear Honestly. is going blind. Going blind. Really, that's up there. That's for sure. <laughs> but I think you nailed it by saying you were just, you needed that in between, that supplement, that thing to say. It's like a safety net in a way too. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're right, man. It's like the more complex you get with your business and your projects, and if they get longer, oh man, if you're not creative with the way you're billing and trying to figure things oh, out, yeah. you're going to go, you know, a while without it. And this way, you're you're getting to kind of plant the seed in there and get a, some supplement. Yeah, it's it's not as much of an emergency if a client doesn't pay. You know, because like you have some of these clients that we deal with are major clients. They will they're a pain and they're awesome because like it pays yeah. so much, but when does it pay? Cause some of them have like a net, they have like a net 45, you know, that's 45 days yes. until they pay you. And, uh, and even then you have to hound them after the 45 days. Cause like, wait, you didn't fill out the right paperwork and we just did a new, we have a new system now. Oh, so you need to redo yeah. it. All. You know? So you're still waiting on all this money. And so that's just been it, even like that fear is not just giving a passive income, but it's also changed some things how we were like, you know, 50% upfront, no questions, we have to have something to work off of. But the the passive income is really filling in those gaps where it's okay. If that client doesn't pay us for two weeks, sure. it's not the end of the world. You know, we don't have to go dipping yeah. from savings. Insurance. Absolutely. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's just so smart. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to d- dive into this more. If you don't mind about the technicalities <laughs> of, of, and you know, you don't have to mention any, you know, value or number necessarily, sure, yeah. but mm-hmm. just how you maintain the flow. Yeah. Um, because I would imagine, you know, there's, you can talk the talk. Oh yeah. Passive income. <laughs> okay. But how, how do you work that? I mean, I have, I've said time and again, you know, for stable accounts where you invoice, they're okay. Invoicing every two weeks, there's like this calendared system that, you know, I have two accounts currently that are that way. Mm-hmm. So I know better mm-hmm. than to send them an invoice at the same time. I stagger it throughout the month sure. so that, yeah. you know. Yeah, so you still get something. 15, 15 and 30th. Yeah. 15, <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. 15 and 30th. Best Mikel tip ever. <laughs> That's using, smart, though. That's I mean, actually really I've been smart, using yeah. it ever since, man. You Have know? you? Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. a little better. And uh, absolutely with respect to, you know, family. Yeah. There's more groceries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for one. <laughs> No, that's a great idea. That is good. But so um, question next in line is, you know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of those that are in the creative industry that say they don't have time to start this process. Yeah. So a lot of talk. <laughs> sure. It's a lot of talk. How did you yeah. find the time? What, what did, what was that comprised of, you know, in, in combination <laughs> with the work that you're cranking out to sure, commit sure. to all of that? Uh, well, sometimes to be, Okay. So I, I usually don't sleep a whole lot anyways. It's like, that's a, so I, I hate, I hate saying that like, well, for a long time I just didn't sleep. And yeah. you know, that's like terrible advice to give anybody. Exactly. And so it's like, well, you're being, well, sure. you're being honest you're though, being real. because yeah, man. Yeah. I, you're not alone. That anxiety, that income anxiety will keep you from not sleeping altogether. So you well, might as well work. <laughs> so you might as well do something, right? I mean, I so, you. and that's, that's why my wife took over all like the finances for the company because, you know, I would panic if I, if I started seeing like a week or two go by and we haven't started something new or if I'm wrapping up a big yeah. project and I don't see anything in the pipeline pipeline. Yeah. And it would, it would really stress me out to a point where I, 
I would just start doing stupid things. Like I would get mm-hmm. on and I'd be like, okay, well, like what can I sell of my in my in my house? Like yeah. what can I sell? Like what can well what else can I like? Are there old projects I could re- revamp and try to like sell them, or could I try to go look for a job? Like I would go to these crazy places where she's yeah. like, you know, calm down. It's a we've seen this before. You know, there's ebbs and flows in what we do, and right. so we just have to like be huh. patient and wait for the work to come in. But like what's helped me, like besides having her do that part, was me t- going in saying okay, well, I'm not going to freak out and panic. But when I do have downtime, which we all do, that's when I capitalize and start making passive income. Mm-hmm. And I start I start working on those streams, right? Those avenues. I'll, I'll go ahead and okay. start creating a class. Or, you know, or I'll, like we actually did. Um, uh, but really, though, but really, though, I mean, downtime. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because what? how frequent would you say on average that is? And how much time, allotted time, do you have at any given phase where you can <laughs> sure. commit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, super honesty time, right? Like, because a lot yeah. of people, like I said, a lot of people... A lot of people think of, you know, okay, like me, I, I look, I, I, I think the same thing about other talented designers. I'm like, they're busy all the time, right? Like they always mm-hmm. have a giant client. They never work on projects they don't like. I'm, I do all, I do all of those yeah. things, right? And yeah. I have downtime. Like, so especially during, I'll give you one big example was during uh, the presidential election that year leading up to the presidential election. Uh, I, myself, I, I noticed that there was uh, we had just a big lull in our work and, and, uh, and it was long enough that we would have like several weeks where I wasn't actively working on a major project. I'd be mm-hmm. working on little things. So, I mean, if you think about that, I'd really only needed it to like work on client projects for like a couple hours a day, given how much time I had open. The rest of that time I would do if I only if I worked two hours and I'd, I'd still work an eight hour day no matter it wasn't like I just went like, okay, well, let's just go take sure. a break or whatever. Like I was panicking. And so I would take the rest of that so those six hours in my day. And I would put those towards making a, a class, right? And there's nothing to lose. I mean, there's not time wasted, and uh, or making a digital product or or mm-hmm. whatnot. You know, all or yeah. So that that's kind of I took advantage of that. as soon as I'd have that little that downtime, I would take all that time and put it into making passive income. Or if I was or if I had downtime but had didn't really need the money necessarily, I would just work on a project that I really yeah. wanted to that would bring me more work. But you know, but okay. I'm trying to. But okay, well, okay, and everyone I, has different downtime. That's the thing. Yeah, that that's uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think your yeah. hour it might be different than somebody else's hour too. So uh, it's all about efficiencies too. Right. And then for those that have this massive backlog yeah. for accounts that do pay by the sure. hour, yeah. Then how do you not take advantage of that and still, or would you recommend still set a time, set two hours aside, yeah, to yeah. devote to? That's what I was gonna say. I think that was your real question, right? Like when when you are busy, how do you how do you find sure. time to do it besides not sleeping, which is mostly what I do. I'll do the eight hours working on client work, and then I come home. Honestly, that's how I did it. I'd come home and I'd take two, three, four hours at night when my kids were down, and I would make that happen. Or if yeah. uh, I, I know at other times, like so, I, I work from home, and I always thought there was this when I started working from home that I'd have this. I'd have no schedule, right? There's no yeah. schedule. You work for yourself, yeah. but. As soon as I like, I we got I got away with that for like three, four weeks when we there first started, and then there yeah. has to be a structure, right? Yeah, so I had to put in, yeah, I had to put in the nine to f- I, I my I just self designated yes. nine to five, and at five o'clock my kids know I'm done. I'll I'll yeah. eat lunch with them at noon, and we'll make yeah. exceptions, but okay. at least I know how much time I have, so I usually leave. Okay. Like I add it in as another project. To answer your question, Good. I think that's probably the best. I take 
I set milestones, deadlines, everything, and then lump it in with the rest of my projects. So I'm like, okay, well, today I need a lot of time for these three projects. I have two okay. hours, two hours, two hours. Okay. And, the, the, so. and you put it on your calendar, and all of a sudden it's the same priority as maybe something that is truly yeah. – uh, uh, There's oh, a conflict. Sure. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I, yeah. you got to do – we've talked about even doing that for the, the downtime of, of actually moving – getting away from the computer and, and, and taking that life balance yeah. thing – Sometimes mm-hmm. too, that's what you got to do in your calendar. So I, I think yeah. what you said is perfect there. Before we get into like what particularly you got into, I, I'm really curious because I know when you talked to my class, you really brought up your passions and hobbies and like your love for travel and all these things. Yeah. So when you got into this, were you, did you go with your gut and just say, I want to create things that are, I'm passionate about because of my interest? Or did you say, here's a missing ni- niche. I want to attack that. Kind of, both. Yeah. kind of kind of both yeah kind of kind of both okay yeah so i took so i took what passions like something that i cared about or something that i had a, a lot of times i'd look at it and say like hey what would i have wanted <laughs> or yeah, what yeah. do i need uh-huh. what do i need yeah. right like what's not out there because you if you're looking for it and you're a professional whatever you're probably in the know of what supplies are out there or what resources are out there for you and you'll know which ones are lacking and so for me, it was kind of noticing what was out there and then seeing either if there wasn't one or if it was something that I could improve on. Right. And uh, I don't know if you want me to go def- into what those were. or we Sure. Because, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of our cool. next, that's our next topic. So it's kind of a lead. <laughs> yeah. It, it worked out really great by luck. It there. Did. <laughs> but now I, I like, called it out. Right. I like so. to say they were expert interviewers, but it, it was well crafted, but go for it. No, no, that's <laughs> perfect. Well, so for me, yeah. I mean, I usually try to find things you're passionate about, right? Because then you'll actually do them and you won't dread doing it, especially uh-huh. if it's in the evenings um or uninterrupted yeah uninterrupted Mm -hmm. something like that you know something that you actually care about so one like the best example i think was um those digital brushes that i made in collaboration with uh retro supply and uh so so we have two we have two sets right now we're actually making a third set and a fourth set but um right we have space ranger brush set and uh the woodland wonderland series yeah and uh what's really cool about it was you know the the there are definitely enough brushes out there, right? Yeah. Like there's there's so many brushes. Kyle so T. Webster. Yeah. What'd yeah. Kyle T. That's exactly right. So he yeah. so I, I love Kyle's brushes. I'm never gonna knock on his brushes because he makes Killer. insanely good brushes, yeah. right? But uh I feel like I the problem I had is similar to a lot of other people. You guys can tell me if you've had the same thing, but if you've ever bought these brushes, you have like I have all of them. So I have over like I don't know how many there are, like 300, 400 brushes. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. I use probably six of them. Yeah. <laughs> and and why and why is it that I only use six of them? It's because I get like uh, like 50 at a time, and then I don't want to go through and try to test out how each one. It's not like I can get a stack of actual pins. I have to go click, find it, yeah. click, draw it, change the color, change the size, play with it. Yeah. It's just a lot of work. And so I was like, why don't we just sell them in smaller sets? But then also, why don't we sell, sell it as a... Um, give them something to use or give them a project to use them on because that's another reason why I didn't use the brushes. Is the tutorials, like, I right? Yeah, I have yeah. no idea why yeah. I would even use this brush, but oh, dude, my first few years with those. Yeah. <laughs> I was right? so clueless. They look yeah. so cool. And you buy them because you see their example, right? They have one, mm-hmm. like he, he like draws a little bit like, wow, that's a really cool mark, but you have no idea how that like mm-hmm. applies to your work, but you just bought it anyways. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we make a project around it? So make this piece of art. So for the space ranger, for example, we wanted like a 1960s space era type of art. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I made it and then we said, well, okay, I, we made that first. And then we said, what brushes 
do we need to Perfect. make this type of art? So it's we did like our research. Reverse, like a reverse yeah, we did it the other way around. Yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah. okay. If yeah, you haven't seen cool, that, that's cool. his Space Ranger thing, I, I told you that before. It's just like my <laughs> favorite. It, the art you did for it could stand oh, on its you. own. And, and, you know, the fact that it's a brush and it's, and it's there to buy and people can actually – I know so many people that – gravitate to it because they get it. It's like, I, yeah. I look at it and I go, I can think of five applications immediately that yeah. that might help in my design thing. So you, here you are putting it out there. And that was kind of, was that one of your first? That, you that was of, the first, that yeah, was the it? first brush set. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that because that, that was the whole goal, right? Like we, we wanted people to come away and say like, okay, I at least know how to make one thing with yeah. all of these brushes, right? <laughs> like they can come yeah. away. So I've had people come to me and be like, oh that, my gosh. That, that results in volume like crazy. It does. Yeah. People asking like, oh, I have this space project. This is perfect. I'm like, well, okay, well, I mean, you can use it really for whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that they had it, they could see yeah. a use for it. Well, for all of them. means that of helps. application are immense. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And it was, we had awesome. two, like you said, Nick, like there was tutorials mm -hmm. in there showing them how I not only did how I used the brushes, but how I made the whole illustration so that they could. So it was a little bit. There's more than what than just Neat. the brushes, Good. which is another Neat. thing to think about when thinking passive income, right? Like take something that's already there, but how can you give more? Like yeah. what what makes you stand on. out? Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. that goes for anything successful in the marketplace right now. It's like you can't just be familiar and be the same as what everybody else is offering. So. Give, giving yeah. that extra little touch is kind mm -hmm. of nice because hey it's a bonus and and we're clicking on these things like we're buying them so like and, and god the best part too is when you say it's for your business you're like yes that's yeah. a off, you know <laughs> <What>? and, <laughs> exactly right well and i wanted them i wanted yeah. those brushes like so now i have all these brushes tailored specifically to me that i'm selling which is Perfect. sweet <laughs> that's great what what else what, so that's give us awesome. some examples of the other ones you did yeah as, yeah as, yeah as you kick yeah, this yeah. Off. okay besides yeah, you know, so yeah, there's not, streams. Get, get, out the, get, out the, get out the laundry list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I hate you, man. You're just the, too good. <laughs> well, this is no, beneficial. You know, just not just out of curiosity. It's educational and everything, but it's uh, yeah. it will enable people to think outside the box. 100%. that might not have occurred. That's why we're doing this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Skillshare has got to be, I mean, that's the biggest moneymaker for me. Then it goes brushes. Then it goes. Okay. Um, posters i do poster sales okay. through through other companies i do digital products but let's start at skillshare because okay skillshare is one of those um okay th there's another thing too you should we should talk about timing a lot of people ask me like oh how do you like are you is, is skillshare really lucrative i'm like well yeah but it's also about your timing yeah. <laughs> right i i was you one of the first early, right yeah yeah so it's kind of hard to say like i feel I don't know. I don't want to mislead anyone, but I do know that other people are making it and they, they've started more recently. Uh, but it's definitely a lot harder than, than doing it. But Skillshare is one where I almost turned down. I, I've been receiving all these emails from like Udemy and all these other, mm -hmm. you know, there's so many of them that were coming out at that time when they're all launching and, uh, you know, teach these courses. And I just deleted all the emails. I was like, no, 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 no. And then one time I just decided I got enough. I got one from Skillshare I was like, you know what? Like, is that the right? I don't know why, but I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try it out. I'm gonna just entertain it for a second. They're starting. They did mention that they were just starting their their schools, right? They're they're breaking up all the videos, all the classes into different like groups. So they're saying, mm -hmm. oh, here's a design group, here's the illustration group, and so I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That hasn't been done before. And they said, we're gonna market you for free, and I was like done i'll try it out right uh, like if you're trying i mean who knows if they're going anywhere but it wouldn't hurt me to do one class and so i did a intro to illustrator course 
because I felt like there wasn't any great ones out there and they didn't have one on their, their site. And then all of a sudden, like just thousands of students, like, jumped in on they put so much time well skillshare to their credit they put a lot into the marketing yeah and then they quickly found out that i was making too much of it <laughs> like they were like okay hold on like he's getting how much for like 80 percent of it or whatever and they were doing all this marketing so then they quickly swapped that around and now they've changed up that uh how much i percentage. get but okay. that percentage for sure but yeah um that has been the biggest help to me because uh I just, I have just so many students wanted to learn about Illustrator in a different way. So the thing about skills, it's, it's again, it's, it's thinking of a product that's already out there. I, I went to school and had Linda videos. Yeah. Anybody's yeah. familiar? Yeah. Okay. You guys familiar with those? And of course. Yeah. We and, still, we promote them. Absolutely. Yeah, Alongside yeah. Skillshare. Yes. Yeah. And I loved Linda because it was a, it was a way to like see how they, they explained it very clearly. The only thing that I, that I had a hard time with on the Linda videos sometimes was having the project. Like it, it wasn't project based necessarily. It wasn't they synced a, to. You didn't have an outcome like a, yeah. a piece to say, "Look at what we did." Now it's how people yeah. learn, yeah. right? So yeah. just quick clarification then. So with Skillshare, Skillshare, yeah, you do have a live audience in mm. the moment, and and then it exists ongoing to no. Tap into? Okay, actually, no. Yeah, but great question though. No, it, what it is is it's all pre recorded, but it's yeah, project okay. based. So you yeah. just like we did the brushes, you think of the project first. Is kind of the mentality on Skillshare, and then you figure out all the tools to get okay. There. So you, break you said it down. intro to Illustrator, though. So your your coverage what had to have been immense. Yeah, and- it was crazy. Everybody wanted to learn because they were they were reaching out to like all these. Just, there's so many artists out there that don't put their work like on the computer. Yeah. And yeah. so the one that everybody wants to know. I mean, a lot of people know Photoshop, or they at least have you know, some sort of experience with it, uh-huh. but illustrator is so foreign to them, but you can see all these possibilities and what you do with it. And so a lot of people want to learn it and it just exploded. And I, and I had, I can't, I'm trying to remember now, um, what the, what the project was on it because I, I also sold it as a, you know, there was, there was a project to go along with it. It wasn't just a, here's all the tools and like how lessons. to learn illustrator. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. It was uh, recreating, uh, like a, a, a historical piece of artwork. So some some okay. awesome piece of art from someone um, way back when who created something. And, and then okay. you, you, I usually said posters or something like mm-hmm. that. And yeah. they have to they'd have to physically recreate it on okay. Illustrator with that. Okay, that's fun. All right, because yeah. they do that with their own art, right? Yeah, like you have to make something so it's an easy way to kind of enter. And they get to like, customize well, and then it to a, what a they constant visual reference all the same. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. What else? Okay, so besides Skillshare, yeah, so posters. Uh, I so I, I do a lot. I sell a lot through uh, National Poster Retrospecticus. If you haven't heard of them, awesome. The main guy there, JP Boneyard, is amazing, and he's in Austin now. Uh, but he goes around and tra- It's a traveling poster show, basically. He and he will he'll travel all these different cities, put up these shows and events uh, where he just sells posters from all different types of artists and a lot of the art too. uh, He will. So some of it he'll pick that he sees out there and it's like, Hey, would you like to sell it in there? You've already made it. Or he'll say, could you make this piece of art for me? I'm going to put it in the show. A lot of it's like band posters. I didn't do any of those. Mine was just like a Rocky poster and like (laughs) my astronaut one, my my little hello spaceman guy. Um, My other, and I have a few others in there, but those uh, that's again, 
I could actively be selling those or <laughs> I put it in his show who had like he travels, does all that for me, shows it. And then I get a check every month, you know, Got it. and, uh, and I, I, and he, I get you, paid I think, for reprints too. I think a yeah. lot of people are a little afraid to like open a shop and where do, and then if I'm making or printing something, do I have to, am I the guy doing all the fulfillment and sitting there, uh, you yes. know, mailing it off. So you found this unique way that it's mm-hmm. like your work, but somebody else gets to do kind of the, you know, for a percentage, <laughs> I'm assuming a, a bit of the, a ton of the work really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if, yeah, what you were, the other thing that you're explaining is not passive income, right? Like you were no, constantly shipping things out. You're doing that's the shipping. That is one of the hardest ones. Cause it's, it takes up so much more time than you think. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, the the show the shows are the having him like do that. So and that and that's he's not the only one. I mean, there's other there's other you know you should have to kind of look for him. There's there's other people who are selling show. If you go to like different events or conferences or South by Southwest, there's the uh, um, what is it called the um, gosh why did I just get my mind with the the poster show. Oh. Flat stock, flat stock. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to like those guys, ask them where they sell all their posters through. I mean, it's not they don't just sit there on their website and sell them all. They do them through galleries and things like that. And they're and they take them to the trade shows to where the the best or most likely the consumer is that wants to buy it. (laughs) That's exactly right. You don't have to do all that. But yeah, they do take a cut. But um, but dude, it's definitely worth definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely worth it for me. I mean, depending on what the cut is, but JP is a super honest guy, and he's fantastic. He's been doing it for years and years. So great. Um, great. But same thing on. So he does National Poster Retrospectus, and then we do uh, the Fifty Nine Parks Project, is what he started, which is soon to be sixty parks. They have to wow. change the name because it, Trump added another park. <laughs> oh, that- <laughs> <laughs> it's the Arch. The Arch in the um, where is it? St. Louis. Oh, oh, that's, that's a national park now in the middle of a flipping city. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Interesting. Wow. So yeah, yeah, everything needs to be repurposed. <laughs> yeah. um, so another thing that's come to mind just listening to you talk is that, you know, there's a lot of us that would like to, you know, kill a couple birds with one stone, right? Well, sure. this is a project for a client anyhow, and I can just kind of repurpose the artwork while it still remain credible in way of, you sure, know, yeah. it, it's, it is the client's product. I'm the yeah. creator. So mm-hmm. staying in, the, in that safe sp- space between exactly, what's yeah. yours to sell and what's theirs. However, if you don't have the time to just generate something from scratch or think of something, if it's not a part of a project scope, yeah. then, you know, cause I, I do a ton of websites, ton yeah. of websites. Mm-hmm. I can't repurpose that for my own benefit. Yeah, you could take elements, maybe do like templates, right? Yeah, some like but, boring yeah. corporate you want icons to. or something <laughs> yeah, like that. I, I mean, yeah. like, you I see do. my point though, like yeah. Yeah, exactly. how to how to apply it. So Skillshare mm-hmm. is a great example because you know you have to be have that persona where you're comfortable just showcasing and talking through mm-hmm. educational matters. But if that's not your jam, and you're a web designer by and large. You might want to go more the creative market route. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Elements, Some of us know? can't afford to shift yeah. like that. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, I think like that's a good point. It's like I, I think it's also a matter of finding like, you know, I think the biggest point we can or tips we can give in this is like where does someone start with it? Because it's like yeah. um, it has to be somewhat in your wheelhouse, first of all. You mm-hmm. know, right, and right. Like I've been, th- I'm seriously thinking of packaging my courses. I have five years of courses to kind of figure out how can I yeah. 
share with others what we've done in classrooms for for years and yes. consolidated things and and I'm I'm very comfortable with that. Make them available online, digitize yeah, them somehow. Exactly. And, and so like so when, if someone doesn't have that opportunity or that kind of um let's call it, you know, just advantage in a way, um mm -hmm. What about products and things like and other things like because I, yeah. I think that's the one thing too that we're seeing a lot of people get into. What do you, what's your experience there? I know you have a shop on your site, but I do, then for yeah. things for other things that we want to craft or do or Etsy or anything like that. Any yeah. tips or tricks there or advice? <clears throat> Super I so I'm I am not the best at selling individual products like like uh like hats and clothes and yeah. stuff like that. I ha I haven't I haven't seen as much success only because it, I mean, that does take a lot of work, and I've noticed that, uh, and it takes a lot of money a lot of the times. No, the upfront, so, yeah, too. The upfront, right? Like mm -hmm. you want to create a physical product. Like digital has always been easier because then it's, and you could do discounts on it. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter. You can hand it out as like say like here, try it out, try it out, try it. Out. You're not like yeah. You know, then you don't have this surplus of those that don't exactly. sell. Um, this is making me think of stately types so much right now, Nick, because they run into this issue through and through, and they have to donate. They donate to families. That need oh, clothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and the and his videos of like him and eighteen family members like you know packing and shipping. <laughs> it's like they're they're working their yeah. butts off trying to get those, but and they're doing such great work. Yeah, apparel is yeah, got sure. its disadvantages. That's, yeah, and yeah. then then I guess how does that does that factor into being the passive income thing that we were talking about, where it's this right. idea of kind of like packaging, like you said, man. I think the digital thing is maybe the way to kind of focus at this point mm -hmm. because or, of the, its convenience. What? Yeah, so we talk about physical products. Now you don't always have to be making the physical or or true buy in bulk, right? So there's sites like Society Six. Yes, where, correct. So yeah, Very so correct. I mean like now Society Six. I, this is my little disclaimer about Society Six. I think that they're a great company. I think they're like they they're doing a really cool thing, right? They're doing they're coming out with more and more products that you can put your art on, and they're yeah. good quality. Only thing I have is that you just don't make a lot off it. You get a very okay. small percentage okay. of yeah. uh, of the product, so you have to either That's just sell insight. a ton of them. You have to sell a ton of them, or you use Society Six for something different, which I use it for as a sampler. There you go, <laughs> like a sample. So I will take you Society can get Six. One or two offs, right? Right. You can do one off. You mm -hmm. can get a you can get a t shirt for like thirteen bucks. I mean, I. I, I don't know exactly what it, I won't okay. don't quote me on Society Six for that, but I know you can. Get, I've bought T-shirts on them, and I think I can get them around fifteen bucks, a one-off, direct to garment, right? Yes. But then I can see it, and I can be like, okay, that's the right size. I like the shirt. I like yes. the brand. I can test it out, and and or I can put it on the site, try to sell it, and see how well it's received, right? And it, lo and and so, and it looks and it's the authentic, real photo of it. Right, you could yeah. and you could take your own photo now. Now that you have it, you're like, okay, let's take a photo of it. I don't necessarily want to, or like, okay, so for example, this. I mean, what I'm wearing right now, this little breathe was. This was a sample shirt. This is what it was. I got it on Printful instead. Okay, Print Printful's awesome. Uh, you get twenty percent off as the you know as the store owner, plus you get free shipping, and you get it at the factory price. So I can get this shirt for like thirteen bucks. That's custom. Great. It's direct to garment, which I didn't want. But what it does is it allows me to see the right sizing, like I said, the shirt, everything. And then what I can do is I can go take it now that I like it. I can go take it to my screen printer and yeah. say, okay, this is exactly what I want. Now I have a picture of it. So I can do like pre-orders if I wanted to, or I could take it and I could put it on Printful Society 6 and I can just see how well it sells. If it sells really well, then I'm like, okay, well, this product clearly is my best seller. 
I'm going to go buy some bulk and then I'm going to make more money off these shirts because I know they'll sell. Yeah. But now okay. I get more. It's, more it's a way piece. to test drive the success. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. you commit, little prototype. Yeah, yeah we've been okay. we've used like T Public a lot too with a lot of the. Yeah. Oh sure, yeah. When mm-hmm. we've been at trade shows and we need just three or four of them or whatever, and it's so nice to yeah. have that. So you got to almost like experiment a little bit, and there's really good sure. tools to use. I think to kind of get you jump started in a way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and you're not doing any of the work, right? No. Like you're not doing the. You put your. Okay. It even like has a mock-up generator. Everything it looks. Perfect, right? So yeah. you can put it out there, and the biggest thing is their fulfillment. Now, print. I don't know about Society Six, but I know Printful does. I haven't used Society Six in a long time. Uh, Printful, they will slap a sticker on it, and it will say "From Brave the Woods" when they the, ship it. Will it? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, that's, so it's yes. not not completely custom, but well, it at least says it's from there. It doesn't say anything about. It doesn't say anything about Printful. It says that's Brave just the Woods. straight up courteous to me. That's well, nice. doesn't that make sense? Because they know. I think we're looking for that. I know, like, and yep. and Mikkel and I were talking, talking the other day about Real Thread and and how good they've. Been. Yeah. I've I've gotten a ton oh, of perfect. my clients into them too, and and that's what's great too is if you want to start at a certain level, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not like you're doing something online where it still has the brought to you by unless you pay yeah. for premium you know and so <laughs> exactly which is great and it's and they want to help you in that way to look as if it came from you and your studio and your your little shop and well and to go further on that too yeah yeah so society six they still have their platform right you have a you have a website mm-hmm. within their website but printful is not that way at all printful links up oh. with your existing uh like i have big cartel as my as my um online shop and so yeah. it'll 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 sync up with that Beautiful. and nobody knows nobody knows it's through printful oh, just every okay. time i get an order on big cartel if it's flagged under the printful i'm like okay this is this one is printful's job it'll send it to them and they'll fulfill it immediately oh wow that's so that's that's the difference a big difference between society six. Well, for yeah. sure yeah for and sure. are those on demand printed or are they in a they're all on demand stock. perfect okay yeah. you so can they, do yeah. stock too with them they yeah. actually just started that doing drop shipping yeah so you can have you can order uh, in bulk and save your money there, but they will keep it in their warehouse and they will ship it out. And you can, and if you want to pay extra, you can have, you can send them stickers, whatever else you want them to insert in, and they will tell you a price for each that. It's 35 cents to add a business card. Okay. It's a dollar to add a sticker in there or whatever. Got it. Just yeah. Okay. Adding to it, but it's can cut, you can customize it. Cool. Cool. Okay. Any, any hot new thing you feel is something maybe <laughs> worth getting in on now or, <laughs> or even vice versa. Is there anything like enamel pins that we need to just say enough? <laughs> I know. Sorry to a few of my friends no, who use them. <laughs> everybody's doing enamel pins. It's not, I mean, I've even thought about it, but then I was like, for me, it just doesn't, you know, I'm not going to say never because I'm just, sure. luck will come up. I'll do oh, enamel totally. pins someday. Yeah. But for me, I don't use enamel pins and I have no idea where I would put them. So I don't want to make them. And yet I, and, I do uh, admire them too. I look at them. I'm like, I do so too. Cool. Yeah. Where would I put it? <laughs> I know. I love them. I like, I like holding it, but then I put it in a drawer right and people are getting so 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 damn creative (laughs) with what's on them too i can't compete no they're so good (laughs) i love that but what 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 do you feel what do you think is something like because most of our listeners let's say if they want to even just start dabbling in this and is there is there anything you feel that would be you know i see great sticker sheets i see book things i see other things that are downloaded advice um you name it mentoring there's so many different things we could do we're we're just sharing our information in in that digital realm that we were talking about earlier. What else do you see it's, as a possibility? Well, uh, I usually look at the technology, right, and see what's coming out, and and hmm. see because you think about one thing that I'm doing right now with Dustin is we're working on a Procreate brush set. 
Oh, yeah, you totally different. Me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Procreate now, you know, people are using it more and more and more. But the, what are they all saying? All of the ones people I've been talking to is, okay, I love it. It's great, but I can't finish a project in it. Like, I still can't get to finishing it. I can start it, do all the stuff. Yeah. Finishing it. Yeah. And so maybe that's a brush thing, you know, because like a mm. lot of the brushes you have in Photoshop, I, I've, I've kind of run into that. I'm like, I don't have the right brushes. I've been so set in my ways using all these brushes in Photoshop but I don't have them in procreate. So I don't feel like yeah. I'm drawing. I'm not working the same way. Right. And so I was, so that's been our next thing is, is how do we get the one brushes we already have, but also new brushes in there. So people will feel more comfortable using procreate. Uh, so yeah, think of the technologies that are coming out, right. you know, and, and now that the of, uh, iPad and the pencil <clears throat> even came down more and more yeah. people are, in fact, I've seen two students and then myself, I, I went into it finally and just said, Hey, this is, finally in that zone to just mess around with and play with. Yeah. And you're right. And, and now all of a sudden I see everybody and their mom posting stuff about mm -hmm. Pro procreate and all yeah. the brushes and the tips they're doing there and stuff. So like, it's like, you're yeah, right. look, look at what's hot. Yeah. Look you know? at, I mean, like I'm, I'm terrible at like finding trends. It's usually that are, that are outside of what I do. Like if it's, if it's something that's mine, I mean, I'm in it. Right. Like other sure. than that, I see all the, the stuff that I do get annoyed by that I see a lot and I know is really popular is, there's like a thousand and one calligraphy font sets now. Oh, okay. Like everybody's doing the calligraphy. Yeah. Everybody's doing the gold foil, the watercolor background yeah. textures. Those are so hot right now, but I don't, I don't really see like that. I mean, I feel like that's a fad. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily that will pass it. or what. I just yeah. don't want to, you know, it's like, there's enough people doing it, but definitely look at what's, what's out there. And like, I, I feel like, you know, there's companies like Astute Graphics. They made a whole business out of finding what was missing and filling in that gap, right? Like mm -hmm. Astute Graphics makes these plugins that you can use for uh, Illustrator that just like, okay, like for example, on Illustrator for a long time, you couldn't just round all the corners at one time of your points, right? Yeah. And then they have a plugin where it's like, hey, it's the rounding corner wow. plugin. Yep. You know, like that's huge. And, and Illustrator's all around are like, that's like a super helpful tool. But doing things like that, looking for what's missing and then you know, or yeah. what's coming up and trying to find like, I know sticker packs, like when they started allowing stickers on, you know, for phones, right? Like the an animated little things, people started making their own custom sticker packs that they could sell on like the Apple store and things like that's something yeah. that's timely, like responding sure. to something. Um, so keep an eye out for that. I would say and for things like that, that are on the, let's say the, the brushes, the plugins, the, these technical things, mm -hmm. um, can the average person who doesn't have the, uh, kind of the, the know about of how to do that, is this findable on the uh, uh, Google searches and everything? Like, where do you even start when it's beyond your capability? You find a super smart, talented yeah. friend. Good. That's really what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, connect. I mean, yeah, connect. I. That's. I mean, that. Okay. I can. I can. I can pick it up and learn on YouTube. Oh, I love how honest that is. People yeah. just. People just get so consumed and feeling trapped in their own little cave and don't <laughs> think to yeah. to undergo an outreach of any kind. Exactly. It is. It is. It is very, very common without us even recognizing that we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I working from home is really like, because that's, that's, that's really brought it out, right? So like it's it's been this desire to work with someone else. And it's like, hey, what can we collaborate yeah. on? Yeah. Anybody out we there, please. can you please just like, <laughs> yeah. listen, come, come here and talk to me and let's make something so we have more reasons to yeah. talk, right? Yeah. I've noticed uh, yeah. on more and more people's websites, it's there's that like, hey, I'm taking, you know, sign here for work, whatever. And it's like, you want to collaborate? Click here. That's exactly. <laughs> right? yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Collaborate no, with And me, right? smart. Have to put it out there. Some, sure. You know? Yeah. Oh, well, and on you're seeing it on Instagram feeds too. Yeah, mm -hmm. DM me if you. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, if you want to just start something. That's really what happened with me. It was like, yeah, I could t- I could go in there. I'm confident I could learn how to make brushes. And I, yeah. I dabbled in, in Procreate. It's actually very simple in Procreate. Um, you just have to put the time in to look at it. Okay. Um, but it's very, very easy to customize brushes in, in Procreate. But, you know, I had Amazing. this friend who was super talented. And, yeah, I lose some of the sales, right? We split it 50-50. But... Not only does he know how to make these brushes, which takes that stress and time off of me, uh, I can focus on the artwork, yeah. figuring out how else we want to sell it, how I'm going to start making the tutorials. And then we can make this thing bigger than it would would have been with just me, right? I can do all the things. He can market it really well. And so we put our mm-hmm. powers combined. <laughs> I just saw that they had Captain Planet come up on, you know, Boomerang? Yeah. yeah. On, like for the, yeah, the channel. We have like the subscription for our kids. So we watch all the old ones. And Captain Planet came up today for like a week. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so I just saw it in the corner of my eye. The, app, the email was open and said, Captain Planet's here. I'm like, yes. yes. Oh my gosh. That's so hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't tell from just... your, your office that you're a kid at heart in any way. Oh, right. Wait, yeah, yeah, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. And that, that, that goes a long way. We, we, um, we don't have cable. We we watch stuff through Netflix, Amazon, yeah. TV, whatever. And we probably caught on to this way too late from when it went <laughs> when it was released live. But Phineas and Ferb is our fave in this house. So the best, yeah. right? <laughs> It's so good. Adults love it. It's so good. It's like the, I new, know. It's like the, the new SpongeBob, right? The script yeah. is absolutely brilliant. So when it they is. came out with the Marvel mission and then there were like two episodes back to back and then oh, they yeah. came out with the like the Star Wars one, it was like <laughs> my husband and I were like, don't start it unless I'm there. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I do with my kids. I'm like, hey, this don't. is the one show we watch together. If you watch it alone, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I don't like any of your other shows, but this one I will watch. Like, don't d- watch it with Dad, Dad put it in his calendar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in my list on my profile. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm losing passive income because of this, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Or actually, no, exactly. you're you're still winning because yeah. someone's buying your brushes on Retro Supply at that moment. There you go. Oh my god, coming in. Yeah. See, that's just an that's, that's an awful awesome tangent right there. So we we touched on Instagram feed just a moment ago, and it sure it I want to I want to tap onto that discussion a little bit because it had us think about the most effective ways that you learn to promote your material. Oh yeah, or passive yeah. income specifically, like. For those practices, how have you learned to promote or advertise sure. it, and in, in social media channels or other? In social media, yeah. I, I, I will. I will answer that. But first, I will say, <laughs> I find people who are not only good at making things, but they are good marketers. Because I know yeah. what I'm bad at. I know I'm terrible yeah. at marketing my own stuff. So I, I've kind of latched on to people who are really good at marketing. Yeah, and, and then you just so happen to be married with somebody that's good with finance and, then and stuff like that. And my wife, yes, exactly. Yeah. She's also, yeah, she did social media marketing in school as well. So oh, it, really, awesome. it really helps. So the way that I've done it, I'm not, I'm terrible at outwardly marketing and saying like, hey, buy this, buy this. But I always feel, I just that's I not the a really r- weird. But do it more naturally, yeah. man. And yeah, I think that's well, what you're doing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, well in this me... day and age, you oh, can't cool. always be face-to-face, and Brad is amazing with this. So it, I can see how that would put a little bit of a dagger in, like, how do you yeah. how do you move for, forward? I mean, Still other than events, that, which are yeah. costly, how do you, yeah. You share free things. There you go. This is what I've noticed. You share a lot of free things. And yeah. whether that's your okay. time, your talents, or... Okay. Like your digital products, right? No better way to market it than like going with another company, like somebody else. Okay. I get all the time people, I mean, I'll give you guys a code now for this one. I'll give you a code for our brushes on this podcast, right? For all those who are listening to the podcast, they're going to get 20% off our brushes. 
So uh, let me. Yeah. I'll, it's just <laughs> top of mind all the time. It really is. And so like, that's usually like the best way I've found. So I'll just say it right now, but brave 20 B R A V E 20 gets you 20% off our okay, brushes. Awesome. I'm sure you guys will Thank put it somewhere. There we go. That's yeah. We'll give you, we'll give you a link. That'd be perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And so like doing things where you're, you're having somebody else mention it and say like, Hey, or, you know, I'm going to be doing these workshops over the summer that I'm going to be traveling around with our family and I'm going to take these brushes. I'm going to take a smaller set of them, right? There's 30 or between the two, there's around like 40 something brushes between the Woodland Wonderland and the, and the and Space Ranger, but they're digital products so I can give them away. So what I'll do is without losing money, right? So I will take about five of those brushes between the two. So like they're my favorite ones or whatever yeah. five, they'll be great for this workshop. And I'll say, hey, you join my workshop, you get five of these brushes. Now that also gets them incentivized to buy the rest of them. They're like, these brushes okay. are amazing. I wish yeah, I had yeah. all of it's them. It's a win-win. Yeah, it is. So there's that, that I find the best way of marketing it is just giving like digital products, giving it to people or, um, yeah, finding people who are great at marketing or just sharing things online. Like I mm-hmm. show myself using the brushes all the time. Like if I'll, I'll be working on a project and I find my, I'm like, okay, I'm using my brushes. I need a video <laughs> yeah. to a corner of this, right? A part of this and be like, Hey, look Dude. what I made with these brushes, yeah. right? Just share it on Instagram real quick. And people are like, Oh, where'd you get those brushes? Like, well, matter of fact, you can go to my link and uh, <laughs> he's all swipe up. <laughs> you just like, yeah, I went, you have to be 10,000 followers know, to swipe I know, up. I know. I, I was so heartbroken when I was, when I started, my wife was like, get back in Instagram and get really into it. So I was like, okay. So I started doing, I started doing the stories. I didn't know what the stories were because I never looked at them until like a few months ago and I started working on them and then I was like telling everybody to swipe up and then everybody's like I can't swipe up I was like no yeah. you have to have 10,000 but if you want another tip Linktree mm-hmm. if you never heard of it Linktree is awesome because you can have it uh, set your your bio link because you only have one yeah if you click on it it opens up and it's like an interface like a menu for like a website and it has you there can you customize go. all of the different buttons so you can have whatever's most current um, like if I'm talking about brushes today, I'm like, Hey, go check the link for our bio and it's in all our there. bio. I put it on the top. So it's the very first one. Then click and that's and link. Right that's link tree, right? Link tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's a great tip. Cause I know that's it's like a good little, a little nice yeah. little, we do. We, I'd love to have to, you know, we have to kind of toggle back between our podcast one and our personals and all that. So like yeah. to get all that on one link would be uh, fantastic in a way too, you know, because oh, everything's, sure. it's almost like the about me uh, page on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a great yeah. One. But you're and your what's your Instagram? Brave. It's Brave the Woods, right? It's brave yeah, but it's underscore. Brave underscore the underscore Woods. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And I would okay. tell definitely tell people to check you out because you're also doing a lot of cool like Q and A and really fun things on your stories Always, yeah. as well. And what was really cool yeah. was I think I just watched something he had posted and I was setting something up with my students and my one of my students goes, "I'm talking to this guy from Brave the Woods," and I'm like. You guys, are, I'm like, you guys follow him? I'm like, I didn't even know that. And so she's like, he's going to come, he'll do, he'll come and talk to our class. And she set it all up and everything. And it was so, so great. Cool. And that's how we she reached, yeah, to, she reached out. Yeah, oh, Ruby. Yeah, she reached yeah, out she, and it was, that's awesome. It was, so, it was cool. so cool. Yeah. She reached out on Instagram. And, and yeah, and you know, I felt like a part of that was like a lot of people are coming to me now for this type of stuff and like ask, like either uh-huh. podcasts or chatting or, or whatever because, and or my products because I've started sharing a lot more in my stories and it's been my process and and that's really been really cool for me because it feels like i'm talking to people exactly (laughs) you know there's nobody here but i'm like okay people can interact with it and see and sometimes it just helps me like get out of yeah uh, our other our our host wes is a big fanatic and and advocate for the video stuff and to be yes to put your face out there too and what's interesting is is like uh we we 
I always think back to someone who said something about like, if you're a little nervous about it, that's a good thing. You should be mm -hmm. trying this thing. Um, all these elements and all these applications are available for you to try and mm -hmm. give it a shot. And it could lead into something that becomes your, uh, like you're saying, then when you have this passive income thing, how do you market it? Well, you're already doing a little bit of that. Yeah, that already. Exactly. Your friendly yes. face. Yeah. Yes. You know? Well, and, and aside from, yeah. That's it's, cool, I, Nick. I'm glad, you, it's yeah, hard too. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. Another thing before I forget, I would say one of the biggest things you can do is get a like uh, get subscribers to an email. Like get Good. email okay. subscribers. Yes. That's one of the biggest things. So I'm we're building ours right now. Uh, I never put a big emphasis on it, but I've noticed uh, I've talked to just uh Dustin from a Retro Supply. Yeah. And uh he has a huge like thousands and thousands of uh email subscribers. And what that does is like your, your ratio of people buying things to not like posting it on social media and them interacting with it is so much greater if it's an email. And I know a lot of sure. people don't like emails, but yes. he also is a master of making the emails no, worth it. Sense. They're free. Yes. There's always something yeah. free in the email that you send. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. along with that giving, giving not only on Instagram, do I just give out free stuff? But I say, Hey, go to my brave newsletter i'll say it yeah. <laughs> um which is the links in bio and i love that <laughs> yeah, uh, I like our, this is the year yeah. of bravery because we have you and then we had uh, aaron uh wixon wixon uh, that was oh. talking about being brave and awesome. in your content yeah. and in your talk and everything so it's like yes you know um can I, you I love that. can you share a little bit about how you came up with brave brave the woods? The woods? yeah it was so at first it was brad woodard design mm -hmm. but my wife crystal wanted to come in and take over the finances part and be half of, you know, Brave the Woods. And so I was like, well, I can't be Brad Woodard. She designers. changes everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, but it was in a good way. I was like, I don't, and I didn't ever like it. My name's really long and I don't like my name. It's like, it seems like my, my middle name is William. It's like Bradley William Woodard. I don't yeah. know. It yeah. just seems yeah. pretentious. So I was never a big fan of it. I hated writing it. So um, Brave <laughs> the Woods is uh, the, I took the meaning of our last name, which is, you know, Woodard is like, uh, like the guardian of the woods or something cheesy. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. But I was like, okay, well maybe I can think of something more like brave the woods. And it was like BW still. So I could keep my, the logo yeah. I had. And I see. it was, uh, and it was a way to be like, it's more of a statement. Right. So it didn't have to, if some, if I ever did think I was thinking ahead. So I was like, mm -hmm. if there's merch or anything like Perfect. I wanted to put it on. I don't want people right. feeling like they're wearing Brad Woodard right. design, design on their shirt. Yeah. So it just kind but, of hit. And then you yeah. and Crystal were like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it sounded really weird. And people ask me all the time, like, what is that? Like, yeah. Brave those. where did you think of that name? I like it, but where did you think of that name? And it's like, that was really it. And I was, I'm, I didn't really hear too many people having like a phrase as their name. I'm, so I'm glad you <laughs> asked them about that because we always get that. People ask, like uh, they, they ask the question of it. naming their, their small <laughs> independent design studio. And do I call it something yeah. totally off of my name or do I call it my name? And you kind of found I that love it. happy yeah. medium. And also too, it's, yeah. it's a statement. And I love, I think, I think yes. statement names are really mm -hmm. what I, I, me too. I love that. They are attracted. And I remember when I first saw yeah. you for the first time, I was like, it's, it's, you're, you got to be curious. Right. And I think that's yeah. worked, you know, but yeah, I think one more question before we get, and I'll let you talk a little bit about, cause we wanted to ask you about creative South, but, and this kind sure. of sums oh, it up, right, but, right, but right. it looks as if you are beyond happy that you've done this. This has obviously worked out for you. Yes. Correct. <laughs> it has, yes. Like, yeah, that's great. And, mm -hmm. and, and so I, I mean, is any, crazy weird surprise that has come out of doing this that is just one of those true advantages that yeah, you have I like to share this question yeah oh from doing the passive income yeah. or doing my own business the, the, the passive both? income well obviously okay, both yeah. but the, what has passive income allowed you to do now sleep well <laughs> yeah <Hopefully. laughs> sleep a little bit right <laughs> it's built my it's built my 
my friend base, but also like followers in general. Like uh-huh. it's it's really moved my name forward because people are interacting with my tools, right? Exactly. People are seeing my seeing my classes and they feel like they can relate to me. People come up at, like at, 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 at events and and they'll come up to me and they'll be like, hey, like I learned this. And really I, I liked I love teaching. I love interacting with people and it gave me an opportunity to feel like I was giving back because the way I learned was, uh, you know, design and illustration and getting out in this professional world was uh, having really generous, kind uh, designers and illustrators who are yeah way too busy, way too popular to talk to me, took the time when I was a student. And uh, I mean, like names like Ty Wilkins was probably the best. Yeah. He's one of my best friends now, uh, but he was just a huge instigator in making this what I, what I do. Right. And, uh, and going full time on my own. And I, you know, I had spoke to DK and G Ty Matson, all these okay. people that I talked to early on that were big, you know, I don't know, like fans of mine and it's been really yeah. helpful. So they, they were willing to share all sorts of knowledge with me and help me get on. I was like, Oh, how do I do this contract? Like how much yeah. did you bid for this? Like what is the, what is usage right scenarios, right? For illustration. Cause I was a designer. I didn't know that you had to pay for usage and have licensing agreements and things. So, you know, like Ty, for example, was like fantastic at that. So if there's anything that I get out of this passive income stuff is people are learning from me and it's really, really cool to give that back to the community and see but people it's who are quite just rewarding. starting. That's yeah. it's, it and you, so and you understand yeah. that. It's, it's, but for me, I didn't think I'd have that opportunity. I didn't. I wasn't pursuing a master's to go teach, and I like maybe someday I would. But yeah. in the meantime, it's been really cool helping. So that's, that's been the coolest part. What a good way to sum it well, up. Well, speaking of passions, though, that sounds like it really hits a sweet spot for you, mm-hmm. and that's that's an important. Different that that's that's also a game changer and how you, in in terms of incentive, it yeah. keeps you it keeps you motivated. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. Hearing people talk about it in <laughs> classes and it's always still surreal. It's like, wait, you took my class? Like, yeah, I took all your classes, but oh see, I wasn't gosh. there for it. You know, yeah. If I was there and I got to see him, it'd be different. But <laughs> I have no idea. There's. Oh, how many that's students so have we have to co- we have to combine our worlds here, Brad? It's like <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. It's like because it- we'll switch off every once in a while. <laughs> That would Let's be do fantastic. <laughs> I don't know when you're next in LA, but you know for sure uh, you could be professor for a day anytime. All right, class. that would be That'd great, be and that goes that goes for you too, Mikkel. That would be a that would, they would love that. <laughs> She's international woman of inspiration now. Thanks. Oh my god! <laughs> don't <laughs> stop it. Stop. <laughs> but hey, we, we let's end on this. We I, I know you just got back from Creative South, and where yes. we are all about these things, and uh, and it's a smaller yeah. trade show, and it's a smaller get, gathering, but. Man, yes. oh man, I heard just the best feedback from it. Tell us about it. What'd you get out of it? They were their whole thing is like come as friends, leave as family, right? Yeah. And it's Cute. totally that feeling. But and it helps that you're in a smaller setting, right? You have you have less people at these things, so it's a smaller, more intimate, but you also are in this tiny little town, Columbus, you know, Georgia, is a lot smaller and you're all like concentrated in the same area. And everybody tries to stay in the hotel the same hotel yeah. so Aww. that you're all really close. And it's it was just it was awesome because I could walk on the street and everybody has their lanyards right so you know yeah. this 
and yeah. uh, they'll be like, oh, hey, like, what's your name or whatever. They'll come they'll say, out of the blue. Everybody just wants to talk to each other, meet each other. And then they'll invite you to say, hey, we're all going to, to lunch. Do you want to go to lunch with us? And so you just go to lunch with a random group. And then you have like 20 people that you've never known before. And you're, you're all like exchanging information you're talking to later. And you see them throughout the thing and you're waving. It was just like, a, it was a really okay. cool, it was a really cool experience because everybody tried. It was very different than a lot of, you know, people are like trying to give away stuff like at some of these bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Or they're, they're like, I'm networking now. I'm yeah. in my networking mode. Uh-huh. It didn't feel like that totally at all. Natural. It felt okay. like you're all wow, just Wow, sounds hanging. just much more genuine than, yeah. Because Definitely. Adobe Max, I wouldn't describe it like that. <laughs> it's obviously, yeah. you, get, it's much bigger. you get a lot out of it, and it's like this incredible, yeah. insane thing, but the intimacy. And it's, it's overwhelming. The, and The intimacy of these smaller ones. Intima- yeah. yeah. And, and, and again, like our, our friend Matt, who does crop. Again, like Nick, that I, should oh, be the yeah. next that's, place that we go. That's the one. Um, I don't know if you're going to his pop-up in uh, uh, Portland. Uh, in August, you know, I was just, I was, I'm, I think, I'm thinking about oh, it. You gotta go. I, this would be a great <laughs> definitely spot thinking for about. It. To, it's only seven hours from our house, so I'll oh, try to drive down there. There you go. Yeah. But like, I mean, like these smaller ones just seem to be a really just such a great mm-hmm. connection. I want to experience thing, right? that for sure. You know, it makes oh, sense yeah. that there'd be a distinction there. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, even in the the even in the talks themselves, right? So, I mean, they do a lot of like extracurricular type things. Like afterwards, they'll have like lots of really cool parties and things like that. But the 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 talks themselves were very different. They mm-hmm. felt more huh. like TED talks, yeah, more oh, really? more real, okay. right? Something. That, okay. So they weren't they weren't up there and 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 you know and talking about like just showing off their work and saying this is how great I am, this is how it happened. <laughs> and I feel like now after going, like even what I gave you, Nick, like yeah. in your class, I was like. Oh my gosh, I, I feel like I need to show less work. <laughs> I need to do show less work and I just know. talk about more about my failures, you know? And that's what it was. Like, yeah. it was really like they spoke. Yeah. Like, I, some of them are saying, like, I was like hundreds of, like, one, one guy was $160,000 in debt. And I thought he was like the king of design, right? Or, wow. And I was like, I had no idea that happened to him. Like, some crazy wow. thing happened. And so you just wow. don't know. You just don't know. And they were all no. so genuine. So and it was, and that was, yeah. It, wow. Yeah. Sounds kind Way of more motivating. Yeah. Like, Oh, somebody talked about mental health, like depression. Yeah. Someone talked about. Yeah. There are so many different things that are related things that you just don't talk about normally, but you could talk about when you're like really good friends. That's how yes. it felt. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. I saw, I I got a. I know, like wow. John Contino did this. He, he was there. He was the keynote on I think Sunday, and he did. Yeah. He came. He did a, a Skype <laughs> thing in my class, dude. He did. It oh, very yeah. similar in the same way where. Again, that like, was him. I was talking about the hundred sixty thousand. Wow, really? That was him. Oh, wow. He's, yeah, he, oh. it was. It wasn't like it wasn't. He was. I don't want to get it this wrong. John, if you're listening, yeah. he did not. <laughs> he did not put himself in and buy some crazy things and get himself in the debt. It was an issue of like he. It, something fell through with the yes. shipment of things. So yeah, he yeah. he mentioned kind of a lot of the pitfalls, and he's so yeah. transparent with that stuff in a way which mm-hmm. is so great. And so like, it, it, yeah, it's the real I, world. I love seeing that, and I think those are the ones that. You know, anybody I've introduced to students or when people come on our show and talk to and been that truthful, I got to tell you, designers remember that five, six, 10 years down the road. Those are the things you remember. And it makes you feel like, wow, we're we're in this together. I'm not. Yeah. All my little issues. Everyone's got them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And And it's possible. Mm -hmm. It feels way more attainable. So some of these they'll share. And it's like, okay, looking at their pedigree, there's like no way I can compete with that. It's like, oh yeah, well, of course you're the master because you trained with the master and the master is the yeah. master, you know, yeah, like that type of thing. And so it's really hard. Or they're like, oh yeah, totally. I just like bumped into this person at Disney and now I'm like, they're, you know, those uh, are just, I can't relate to those, right? Yeah. But I can relate to the failures and struggles and things like that, which totally. and then how did you overcome them? Yeah. Even more so, right. you're right, exactly. What did I, what, what was your first step? How did you get out of it? And mm-hmm. maybe I can learn the same and maybe avoid it altogether. 
you know? Well, and their success is different too. That was the biggest thing I learned from well, these Well, I'm just thinking that it's just a great, absolutely great transparent chance to relate to people. You're not alone type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, and, and understanding that sometimes their success, like you see how they get their success and what they do to have the success that they do. And, and you're like, okay, well maybe that's not what I want to do. Like, right. Like all behind the curtain, you like take the curtain up and you're like, Holy Whoa. crap. That process is not what I would yeah. like at all. That's yeah, not the okay. lifestyle I want, sure. you know? Yeah. And so you kind of see like, so sometimes huh. people's success is not what your, your, your vision of success is. That is so right? true, man. So I think mm-hmm. I love the more and more that are sharing that kind of stuff and doing it and being transparent with things like that. Uh, is making us all for better sure. for sure, man. So, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. I really wanted to ask you a little bit about that because I had to like stop watching Instagram from all my friends that were <laughs> there and participating. I yeah. was like, serious FOMO. I had it for like the last three years, <laughs> and I'm like, I have to go. I have Good. to go. I'm glad you did. Well, <laughs> oh, hey, where give us uh, give listeners a quick, you know, where they can find you. I, I think it's all at your site, basically. But go for it for sure. Yeah, so I would say the uh, Instagram now is where I share a lot of this. So, so my my. Instagram handle is brave underscore the underscore woods. And uh, you can go on there. I'll be sharing all sorts of freebies all the time. I'll share my process. And then uh, there's also our brave newsletter, which you can go on our website. And at the bottom, you can, you can submit into that, or you can do it on a, in a link in our Instagram, but um, I'll be giving away freebies, tutorials, uh, phone wallpapers, discounts to our brushes all the time. Every time I give, every time I send a newsletter, just know there's something free. In it. <laughs> there you so go. open it up. It's there's something free in it. And then, uh, yeah. And then I, I'm trying to think on dribble. You can find me Brad Woodard on dribble and, uh, and you're going to do a little Twitter, like yeah, tour Twitter, this. You're going to go be in a different few cities, oh, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And you can find me on Skillshare. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's our Skillshare other, plug. Cause there's a big, there's there's Skillshare. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, little secret is, yeah. So we're, so we're going to do a, we do a, we like to do a family road trip every year and uh, we're going to go to Michigan where Crystal's family's from, from Idaho. Right. So we're going to drive across there and we're like, why don't we go? We're going to see a bunch of sites, but we also want to uh, see if we can hit some big cities along the way. And uh, like uh, Wisconsin, like, um, Minneapolis, we were thinking of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, we're thinking Indianapolis, we're thinking, or, and uh, Detroit, Grand Rapids area, because we're going to be around there, and Columbus, Ohio, few, just to name a few of them there you go. that we're going to be hitting. And yeah, we're going to try to do workshops in each of those cities uh, about digital illustration, creating textures, physical textures, and bringing them onto the computer. I'll teach you how to make them into brushes, into textures, and then how to use them in an illustration. Damn. So it should be a really good time. Yeah, but, follow um, Brad so you can check that out. That would be, if you're in an area, Yeah, I would, uh, I, I when I saw that, I was like, dude, if you're not in LA, I'm going yeah, to be so upset. But, <laughs> uh, so next okay. time. Next That'll time. be our next time. You got we're, getting actually, we're actually planning on coming to LA. We were hoping this sometime this summer as well. Awesome. Awesome, We'll be man. fine. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. All right, man. Well, thanks again, dude. And this is such a great talk. I yeah. we learned a, a ton. What a, pl- what a pleasure. Yeah, we're not just doing this because oh, it'll be a good benefit for our listeners. It's benefiting yeah. us too. No, likewise. Like uh, people asking questions, doesn't that, isn't that like the Nick? You could probably attest to this. Like teaching, I feel like every time you teach or have to talk about what you do, you learn something new about sure. yourself or yeah. something. Like that that's been like so good for me. It's like and how to deliver. I have to research, but yeah. yeah, and how to deliver, how to package it so people understand it extrovert it it comes out throughout mm-hmm. those process that makes perfect sense it does yeah. people ask you the questions that you never know need answering right <laughs> yeah sure exactly so, all yeah. right man well thanks, thanks again so dude me. well thank you thank guys you, it was a pleasure Brad. yeah well that interview was just great i actually haven't listened to it yet but i'm sure 
I trust you guys. I'll be listening. What later. was your what was your big what was your biggest takeaway, Wes? <laughs> Probably the part the part with the 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 passive income. I, yes. I like that. <laughs> and also the recurring revenue. I like yeah. both both sides of that coin. Yeah. So but we have a listener question coming right up. But before we get there, let's talk fresh books, baby. Mm-hmm. It was just we just got through another tax season and fresh books made it easy this year because they keep track of your yeah. receipts and all that good stuff. So, but what I really love FreshBooks for, ask me what I really love about FreshBooks. Wes, what do you really love about FreshBooks? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I love how they make it so easy to make really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds. Yes. Boom. I said under 30 seconds. <laughs> Bang goes the dynamite. I've, I've timed it at work. So <laughs> with literally two clicks, you can set yourself up with FreshBooks online payments and end up with money in your pocket in as little as one day. 60% of people get paid in one day using FreshBooks. Um, you can, they've got the new projects feature. You can share files and messages with your clients all in one place. They automatically uh, you know, tr- do the currency transactions. So if you have mm-hmm. foreign clients, it makes it easy there. And their support is amazing. We can't say enough about them and just how nice they are. They're the nicest people in the world. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And we've been with them for years and we keep doing it because we can't live without it. So to claim your 30 day unrestricted free trial with FreshBooks, go to FreshBooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Once again, FreshBooks.com slash deeply graphic. Enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, here we are with the listener question, uh, from Chris Green. So Chris says, I've just got a gig designing regularly for another freelancer, sort of like a contractor. Basically the other freelancer does all things web, but offers the whole package. I will do all things branding identity for him. Um, what I'd like advice on is do I need to change my terms and conditions in any way? Mm-hmm. He won't really do anything with my work other than pass it on to his client. So I'm a designer for a third party client, really. The freelancer himself has accepted my terms. Is that all I need, even though he's not the end user? Yeah. Um, I like this question. So, yeah. Yeah. Here's like my hot take on that. And I'm no We've lawyer. All been there. I, w- <laughs> I know. <laughs> no lawyers, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I would say is if you are contracting for another designer, that is your mm-hmm. client. So Correct. that is all that matters. Whoever the, the end user is, as you put it, that is your, your boss, for lack of a better term. That's your boss's client. Mm-hmm. So the only person who has to sign off on your terms and conditions is your boss, the other freelancer. Correct. Am I right to say that? I, I, I totally agree. It's almost it's his responsibility to allow the other guy to know that a, a third party is maybe handling this. And technically, what go, what goes for his agreement with them goes for uh, Chris's, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. It's not Chris's responsibility any further than what he has set up with with his guy that he's working for. It is, but but I would say tell the guy, and tell the guy, hey, when they, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's we could be more partners here when they mm-hmm. when they mention to directly to the client the support that they're obtaining from so-and-so and and, and yeah. or loop them into meetings and so forth. 
like when Chris wants to use the work now in his portfolio or anywhere else, I don't want the, the client, the end client to say like, oh, who's this guy? Like maybe there's a way of, for Chris to say, yeah. you know, hey, as a, can I be almost a s subdivision of your brand and make make sure that there's exposure to the client, the, the company, that there are other people working on this other than whoever is hiring Chris. So just so yeah. I, I think it's just being transparent, right? There's no re reason sure. to hide it or at least tell the guy, do you want to offer that to the client? It's up to you. Yeah, but the I, thing I would, is, is I would that it, it's not a mandatory thing, though. You know, no. it's up to the individual. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I've only ever run into this once as as the Chris in the scenario, uh -huh. um, where I basically had um, a client who had more of a a big specialty agency. Yes, you know who I'm talking about, Mikkel. And then um, I was designing a website for a client she had. And I was using that on my website. And then that the woman running the agency basically said, I don't mind if you use it, but the client has a problem there. They'd like you to take it off your website or whatever. So I yeah. decided to do that. And Okay. And know, that's going to happen because it wasn't the territory because it wasn't really talked about up front to say, can mm -hmm. this other designer use it? Or maybe, you know what I mean? That can be sticky because it is your work. It is your, they are your creations that, but, it's, but if it's, but, but if someone's paying you for it, now it's theirs. So that's the only thing that's different unless always, it's agreed upon. I always just, I always have a disclaimer on all of my yeah, estimates you should. that I have the right to feature all creatives yes. that I generate. For and that's your chance to squeeze it in there. Yeah. 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 And it's not small print. It's, it's mm -hmm. not loud mm -hmm. either, but it's definitely a part of my terms and. Yeah, we're, we're making, no, I, I we're with making you. a living with our businesses too. We need to be able to showcase our talent. And this oh, is absolutely. probably because it's ongoing. Like if it's a one-off shot, I think it's in some, some cases what I've done is I've brought the subcontractor in, but a lot of times I've just said, you're going to bill the, the client directly too. Sometimes I don't want to be that middle person, but this sounds like yeah. it's an ongoing monthly kind of thing and it's it looks like it's good business for him. So I would just be proactive and tell the guy, hey, I'm... I'm great that we have a good relationship and our terms and conditions are, are signed, but does your client know that too? And can we run into any possible issues down the road? Maybe it's worth just looking at both agreements, you know? Yeah. Cause he's got nothing and to worry about, but just being proactive. I think just being proactive with the other guy. It's true. So yeah, just, just that's the only thing that you could ever run into Chris, I think is mm -hmm. just that idea of showcasing the work. So just ask your guy if it's cool, true. if, you know, just have, have that built into his terms and conditions on his contract, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, if he's cool with that, so you can continue using it. That's about all I got for this. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so anything, any final thoughts with you guys? I'm just, it's good to hear he's doing really good and he's got his own side stuff and this conjunction with uh, somebody else. So yeah, someone, someone's hustling over there, Chris. It, good job. This can be like a, <laughs> there can be a personality conflict with this type of business establishment too, where the, the con, the, uh, freelancer that Chris is supporting is way too big headed and takes all the credit for the creations. That's a completely different story. Um, that could happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and if, I I wasn't trying too hard to read in between the lines, but I wondered if that was a possibility based on what Chris wrote with his question. Yeah. So if that's the case, once you can afford to ditch, ditch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Who needs or, that? 
But also too, how how often are you looking at credits now of stuff that's being shown on on different websites and stuff in line? And there's there's two to three agencies or three three to four art directors being listed. So to your point, Mikkel, maybe if if technically Chris feels like he's not getting some credit for some of the work, ask to be mentioned as you know associate it creative director or ask. something, you know, in a way because it's like yeah, we're, or form a partnership with this guy. Maybe there's a way you guys can work together and be one team, you know? Yeah. There's options. Could be. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, cool. Well, I want to encourage people to keep sending in those listener questions to questions at the deep end um, And, you know, we love the audio questions. And we do have a listener question show coming up uh, in the ne- next couple episodes. That's right. Uh, for Three number 160. Away. So send them on in. Oh, and, yeah, uh, Nick, did you have something you wanted to mention before we. Oh, we're going to be back at. Or- yeah, we're back at uh, Adobe Max this year, and it will be in October in Los nice. Angeles this year. Um, and we are inked to be a part of it in a good way and a fun way, like before, where we will not only be there, but interviewing people and participating uh, in all the events and everything. So uh, stay tuned for more info on that. But again, um, coming in October, hopefully we'll have the same situation where we're going to get a good discount code for everybody if they're a listener. Um, and if you're in the LA area, I think uh, we're planning to come. We're going to be looking forward to meeting you. I can't wait. Yeah, should be fun. Be nice to be back in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I know, and it's. And yeah. I, I'm like, do I get a hotel? I don't even know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all oh, crashing right. with you, buddy. <laughs> well, we're how far away are you from long the I'm, I'm, Oh, I'm like how an hour. How far away are you from the commission center? I'm oh, no. way too far. It's it's worth going. It's getting a getting yeah. something out there. I'd hate to be driving. Such back a valley home. girl. You know L.A. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> what are the specific dates in October? Oh, I will find out. I believe it's it's on AdobeMax.com if anybody wants to look. But uh, it is. If we want, I can take a look real quick right now. No, that's look okay. That. I was just wondering if you remembered off the top of your head. People can Google, people can Google it. But anyway, the the point is, we'll be there. We'll be talking to you, and we'll yes. have a coupon code for you, so you can get uh, a October fifteenth we'll through the seventeenth. Perfect. There you go. All right. Cool, guys. Well, it was a great episode, I think. I'm sure it was. (laughs) Glad to know the whole ship didn't fall apart without me here. Not at all. So anyway, with that in mind, (laughs) keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast. 